Those are bad tits. Those are bad. Why are they bad tits? Well, one of them's square. One of them's round. Maybe it needs a face. Boop, boop. There. Now it looks normal. Yeah, that head's <laughs> too big for those tits. <laughs> That's what your mom said. Aww. <laughs> she only got a boob job in the 80s. <laughs> Don't be talking about my mammy. She can't help it. She got big old bitties. I think that was an elective surgery. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she did. <laughs> Mine weren't. No, they weren't. Mine are real. Yes, they are. So real and squishy. Large squish, squish, squish. in charge. C- can you use another adjective to describe my tits instead of large? <laughs> I'll take in charge. Big? <laughs> Voluptuous? That's better. Like bags of sand. So, we're continuing our discussion on Oscar Wilde's life in this episode. Oh, that was a good intro. <laughs> Sorry. Continuing the discussion on Oscar Wilde's life today and Sorry. Uh, his trials and tribulations and his arrest and the hard times ahead or yeah, I liked, in between. I liked all the information that you gave me. Because as again, like I said last time, I did not do my homework. <laughs> so this is all going to be very new and fun information for me again. Because I didn't give you any this go around at yeah, all. Yeah, and I like I like that. I like us not knowing what we're going it's into. It's like a Russian roulette oh, you of just information. Wait. You just uh-huh. wait till I have my Russian roulette ready. Uh-huh. You're going to be sad and mad and glad and maybe a little horny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your topic was on uh, biophysics. Uh, yeah, it makes me horny. <laughs> All right. This is game on table manners. Betty, our hostess, is having a few of her friends to her home for a birthday party. She has been to any number of little parties like this. But this is the first time she has given a party all by herself. Fucking yes, So, welcome back to part two of Oscar welcome. Wilde and his wild ass dick. Wild ass dick. I'm BB. I'm BB. And today's topic is more about his flamboyant gay love. Yes, that's that's where I really wanted to be. And I really, I, I wanted you to dig more into his wife because I feel like she was not in the dark as much as you say she is. I think she was. I mean, just bless her heart. Just bless her damn heart. So where did, where exactly did we leave off on so the last So I'm going to do a quick recap. Okay. Because uh, I had to listen to the <laughs> previous episode uh, literally right before we started recording. <laughs> so, I was cooking collards. I was busy. So hopefully I did this correctly. I have faith in you. I don't in myself. (laughs) Oscar Wilde was a super smart guy with champagne taste and and a beer budget. Mm -hmm. He was a scholar of Oxford and a lecturer, traveler, and lover of the male form. Mm -hmm. Um, Oscar met Constance Lloyd during this time period, his Mm -hmm. wife. She popped out two babies, and then Oscar went dick crazy. Can I keep calling her Clementine? If you really want to. Okay. All right, go ahead. And he became all about the penis. Oh, poor Clementine. (laughs) Poor, poor Clementine. Um, So one of his more famous works, 
more famous would famous this fam- more famouser fam- more famouser <laughs> works would be the picture of Dorian Gray, which was based in the Victorian era, and it was banned because of its corrupting influences and some suggestive homo undertones. Oh, homoerotic. That will now tie back into his trials when we oh, get there. Oh, gays is illegal. Yes. That's right. Sodomite. Yeah, yeah. Sodomite. Okay. So, um, did we mention Robbie Ross in the last episode? I don't remember if we did. No, I don't think so. Okay, so he is like one of Oscar's first documented relationships with a male. um, But prior to that, it was what's his name? No, no, no. Robbie is like the first. Oh, okay. Documented. Okay. Okay. So, like, I I guess if Oscar's the Rio Grande... (laughs) Robbie crossed it first and got documented. Oh, How nice. I I can make that joke. (laughs) You can, because you're brown. I'm brown. Go for it. Well, you know, earlier this week I was called white. Yes, right. I forgot about that. I'm very far from it. But anyways, I know uh, we kind of started talking about Bozy. Yeah, that's who I was thinking about, Bozy. Dirty, dirty Bozy. Dirty Bozy. Say Bozy five times fast. Dirty Bozy five no, times No, I feel like that's like saying Bloody Mary. I don't want to. Okay. You're going to trick me. Say it six times fast. Bozy, 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 Bozy. And it became pussy. Yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Babylon Betty's podcast. Sit back, relax, and let's, let's have, have a fucking dinner party. party. So let's uh, dive in, and hopefully, I am starting where we left off. I, I like I said, I have faith in you. I, I hope I have faith in myself and your homework skills. Um, where we kind of left off was the importance of being earnest, which was a play produced in 1895. It was a total success. Oscar is super excited about the success, and he he goes um, and celebrate, and um, him and Bozier are like painting the town. Yeah. Instead of red, maybe red, red, pink, pink, red. Gays like all colors. They're painting the town rainbow. Rainbow. All right. You're going to have to make a note of there. Do away with the titties. Do away with the titties. So Oscar and Bozier are, are celebrating. And then when they return home, there's a calling card from the Marquis. Do you remember who the Marquis was? Marquis de Sade. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No! It was Constantine's dad? No! I don't remember. It was Bozy's dad. Oh, Bozy's dad. That's right. That's he right. was the Marquis. That's remember right. the man who did all that modern boxing shit? Yeah. Yes, and then Marquis he sent him a letter Queensberry. about being a sodomite. He said to Oscar Wilde, posing sodomite. Posing sodomite, but he wasn't posing. I don't think he was posing either. No. I think he was poking. <laughs> Maybe the S got a little confused. You know, cursive, they stopped teaching it in the schools. So maybe that's one of the reasons why. Because people can't read the handwriting. That's right. So, Bozy being the shit stirrer that he is, um, he's wanting to uh, Oscar and saying, go go tell on my daddy. He's being mean. What? Like, these are grown-ass men, right? Well, Bozy's like 22, 23. Oh, okay. Oscar's probably mid-30s, somewhere in there. Okay. But he's like, do an accent for me. Go tell my daddy he's being mean. They're British? Yes, British. Go tell my daddy he's being very, very mean to me. I don't know. I like that. I don't, I don't know, know how, how correct I, that was. I feel like that it, may be a little cockney. 
I don't uh, Go tell my daddy he's being very, very mean to me. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> and this is where it truly just goes downhill for Oscar. Like it's 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 a shit storm Fun. after all this. I mean I feel like he deserves his shit storm for being know, so bad why, to his why, wife. Why would you go tell or you know, go stand up to the guy who created the rules of modern boxing? A glutton for punishment, maybe. <sighs> maybe he's also not only a, so- a sodomite, but he was in masochist? Yes. Or sadist. In, which one's which? I don't know. I always hear him sadomasochist, but I feel like it's masochists uh, are the ones that like the pain. Can we do an episode on that? Definitely. Okay. Yes. I'll yes. talk to my friend who's into bondage. And his wife? Yeah. They're, they're not real people. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes. Moving on. So... <laughs> Here comes the shitstorm. Um, Wait, hold on before I do the shitstorm. Oh, that calls for another beer. <laughs> so, Oscar is... Like, I guess so in love with Bozy. And he could have had it all. He had wife. He had kids. He had a little bit of money because he's starting to, you know, get his fame on. He had his side dick. He could have had it all. Mm -hmm. But in the end, he chose Bozy. Oscar charges into the police station and asks for Queensberry's arrest on libel. Oh, for like slandering his name? Yes. Okay. And telling lies. But they weren't lies? I mean. I mean, he was a sodomite, but it was also. And I feel like the pork sword fight. Do it. Do it. Makes you happy. Uh, yeah, but he... It was illegal, in, though. In, so. in, in the name and love of Bozy, he goes and files this charge. And here's a word from our sponsor. Boy, oh boy, I've got the product for you today and today only. Let me tell you about the Rim Trim 2.0. The Rim Trim 2.0 is making its debut just in time for the holidays. With its shock absorber flex head, it's not only showerproof and cordless, but it comes with not one comb, not two combs, but three combs. That is three combs for the price of one. Don't take my word for it. Let's have some of our clients tell you all about it. Client number one. Hey, y'all. My name is Fanny Emmeline Cox, and I'm from Georgia, and I am a Rim Trim 2.0 convert. This technology is the best thing to happen to a lady's tushy bush since the Carter administration. You can even find a coupon in this month's Southern Living magazine next to the watergrass salad recipe. Thank, thank you, thank you, Miss Fanny. Today, we are wheeling and dealing with the Rim Trim 2.0. You don't just get one Rim Trim 2.0, but a Rim Trim 2.0 with a barrel of moose knuckles, feminine wipes, wet naps for your meat flaps. That is the Rim Trim 2.0 with the shock absorbent head, three combs, and a barrel of moose knuckles. But that's not the best part of all this. For five payments of $19.99, call today and I'll throw in an extra Rim Trim 2.0. Offers like this don't last. Trim, trim, trim around the rim. And now we return to our regular scheduled programming. We're going to kind of skip all the little minor details and move into the trials. And um, so the trial begins and Oscar's closet of skeletons, it starts opening Mm. and they're all rolling out. Like Mm. they're rolling out hard. Bones everywhere. Bones! And boners. Bones and boners! Um, So like... So is his, is this still his wife at this point? Yeah. yeah, Is she at the trial? Probably. With her children? (laughs) 
Hopefully not with the children. <laughs> Hopefully. Times were different. I don't know. They used it as entertainment back then. Maybe. So. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So one of the first witnesses called at this trial is a 16-year-old boy, and he's put on the stand claiming mm. he was paid by Wild to have sex. So... Hmm. I mean, just because you're gay doesn't mean that you can have sex with underage different boys. Different time period, though. But it was a different time period, and people were getting married at the age of, you 14. know. Yeah, 12, 13, 14. You know. So, I can't write in complete sentences. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I can't think in complete sentences. So, between your so writing and my thinking. So, the next thing that's thrown up on the table to be dissected is... The picture of Dorian Gray. Mm. And the picture of Dorian Gray, some of his other literature work is getting thrown up on the table. And there's like homosexual overtones and undertones. Mm -hmm. So you got over and under. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Bottoms and and tops. tops. (laughs) Get out of my head. (laughs) You know where I live. And it's all brought to the light. So like. so sad. So like the secret life you were living that wasn't really so secret, but because you had to start some shit Mm. with this, with the marquee. It's now being brought to light. Your work is starting to be dissected and people are like, oh my God, Aunt Bessie read that the other night before going to bed. Oh, Aunt Bessie played with herself a little bit before she went to bed. Diddle or diddle. This starts making Oscar show his pompous ass attitude. Ugh. <laughs> Why can't you just take it at the ass and walk on? Go on. And about his jive ass turkey wit. Next thing that's brought to the light are some letters that were exchanged um, by Queensberry and Bosey. And it was supposed to be used to show that Queensberry was crazy and Oscar would be defense so I guess Queensberry no Queensberry would be defense because this is his yeah because he's yeah, yeah so while Queensberry's defense libel. attorneys are like no 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 this is a loving and caring father who's concerned about his son's character and super worried that like he's gay <laughs> He is being pressured into gay sex. <laughs> um, so they did an excellent job. You know? Yeah, you got money, you got good lawyers. The glove don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, there you go. Um, so the jury started seeing Queensberry in the light of, this is a caring father. Yeah. If the penis does not fit, you must acquit. I think the penis fit very well <laughs> from both ends. So the third day of this trial, we're only on day three. How long is the trial? Three days. Oh. Um, But, you know, after all this evidence, all this bullshit that happened during the first and second day and Oscar's little temper tantrum, I guess, attitude, um, Oscar didn't even show up to court. (laughs) He knew. Mm -hmm. He knew. So the opposing counsel whipped out the big guns, bringing forth many more young boys (gasps) that um, said that Oscar and them had some dirty, shocking acts. Pedophilia. Penisphilia. (laughs) Nipplephilia. Nipplephilia. Orophilia. Fill it all up. (laughs) So all these young boys are coming forward. The letter with Queensberry and Bosey are are shown. So all the testimony caused Oscar's attorney to quit that day. Like he was like, fuck this shit. Fuck this noise. I can't represent you. Queensberry was acquitted for the libel. And then this in turn opened the doors for Oscar to be locked up for sodomy. Oh, yeah. Does he not have a trial for that? And that is exactly what went down. Warrants were issued. They were issued for committing acts of gross indecency. Ooh, that's gross. Gross. 
Mm. So everyone, including Bozy, is telling Oscar, get the fuck out of London. Yeah. Um, take the boat, go to France. The Frenchmen. Yeah, they're I, gay as hell. Yeah, go. They're fancy. Yeah. Super fancy. Yeah. Feathers and penises. <laughs> I don't know why I put Feathers. this together. I don't know. I, I would think more like croissants and penises. <laughs> croissants and penises. <laughs> croissants and penises. <laughs> Croissant. Oh, wait. I can't even. I can't even. Was that a French pirate? <laughs> I was coughing. Even Constance is like, run, dude. Just, just fucking run. Does she still like him at this They're point in the game? They're still together. They're still. And obviously she's communicating together. with him because she's telling him to run. That's crazy. Oscar is Oscar and he stayed. So fuck this shit. I'm riding out the storm. I mean, I really feel bad for the guy because, you know, gay rights and all, but I th- he's an asshole, and I feel like he kind of deserves what he gets for being a shithead to his wife and his children and being selfish. Yeah. You know, just, you, you're with her for the money? Is that what, it, or did he like her? In the beginning, it says he be, he was fascinated with her, but I think because of Oscar's champagne taste, and, mm. you know, his when his father died, his father left a debt behind. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then you got Constance, whose daddy's got a little bit of money, and he started spending up her daddy's money after they got married because he redecorated the house and like i just i, I want to feel bad for him because he's just you know, trying to be gay but he's also not only being gay with grown-ups but being gay with young men and i know it's a different time and age differences weren't that big of a deal but i still don't i don't go ahead i still don't like him okay. is he gonna win me over at some point I or know. i don't know you, you, you may be one over i don't okay. know okay all right but like all good um i guess the rest stories oscar was uh founded in a pub drunk as you do when you're running from the law i guess so maybe it's just like fuck it everything's going to hell in a handbasket that's every country music song <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm wanted by the law so i'm going to get fucked up exactly and i know you wanted to sing that just now i could hear it in your voice <laughs> what the rehab <laughs> <laughs> just give me more beers till i get here sorry all right stop <laughs> that may be cut so at this point now oscar's friends are gone his plays have been canceled he's now a pariah of society i like that word pariah fuck you pariah pariah it's like a shitty mariah (laughs) is there a good mariah uh there was a good mariah in the 90s what are you talking about then she got weird Maybe she was always weird and we just didn't see it. Yeah, maybe. Huh? I don't like her anymore, though. Only, is it brown M&M's? Is she one of those that had that yeah, on the rider? Yeah, super diva. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, yeah but, super diva. Yeah. Fuck her. All right, so. Um, Pariah. Kingsbury starts really kicking Oscar while he's down. And he hosted a bankruptcy sale of Oscar's belongings. I don't know how any of fluffy pillows. I don't know how any of that worked. How can you host a bankruptcy sale of somebody? But you know, that's not even your blood. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But yes, fluffy pillows, ottomans, yes, fainting lounges, yes, fainting couches. There were so many of those everywhere. Sateen dress coats. Yes, yes, so pretty fur collars. A little much, but yeah. That's a lot to get rid of, I'm sure. Leather thongs. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So he hosts a bankruptcy sale of all the belongings um, because of a $6,000 debt and starts the three-day trial. Okay. 
um, with several partakers um, of the lewd acts came forward again to go into details about the encounters that there was hotel employees that testified to seeing boys in Oscar's bed some testimony had contradictions but Lady Luck was smiling on Oscar what there was a lot since there was a lot of contradictions in that first trial a second trial would happen because of course the jury so that was an acquittal yeah okay so Hungry. second trial happens. I guess double jeopardy wasn't around then. <laughs> Who knows? So um, a second trial happens due to the jury saying, basically, we don't know if he stuck his dick in all these men or There's his, no any There's no proof man. of it. Yeah. So the next trial begins. Oscar's not so lucky that go around. He gets two years of hard dick. I mean, labor. <laughs> <laughs> two years of hard labor. <laughs> you think he got used up in jail? I had a blast. I really have to write my... Hey, fellas. Hey, boy. <laughs> um, have you read my book? <laughs> it's got some sweet undertones. It's penis, penis undertones. Penis. <laughs> so, in September of 1895, Constance comes to visit him at the, I guess labor yards, prison. Yeah, I think uh, hard labor is probably like him in a chisel and some rocks. I don't know. Rock quarry. I don't, I don't, I don't quite know. I know about like chain gangs and stuff in the United States, but I don't really know about a, you know, know, European. I feel like they might have been some hardcore shit, like here's your chisel, go chisel me a hole. Is that what it said? Labor yard, not like jail? Well, it said hard labor. Hard labor. I, t- I tied in Making labor Making bricks, paving roads, tilling farm. Maybe. I feel like that's not know. hard enough. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Mining. 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 Oh, yeah. Maybe. Does does England have a big mining community? <laughs> I don't know. Listeners, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Google for us because we're not going to right now. Yeah, because, um, yeah. We have shit to do. Yeah. So, it's 1895. It's September. Constance goes and visits him. And Oscar begs her for forgiveness. What? They don't get back together. For the last three years. They don't get back together, do they? Because, I mean, mean, I'm over this dude. (sighs) Even rejects his behaviors and claims he's not gay. That's not how any of that works. He's bisexual now. That's all. (sighs) And it's not like he didn't... Have sex with a lady before that. They had babies. He does all this. Ugh. I hate him. And Constance wanted for them to be a family and to be reunited. Why is she so... Is he handsome or something? Or is it just that he's an artist and... I didn't think she was ugly. And I don't think he's not handsome. I think... I think... I think he... I did not look up a picture of I, Oscar Wilde. I, I'll send, I'll send, do you have your phone over there? No, I don't have my phone. I was going to shoot you a picture you of him. No, I don't have my phone. Oh, well, so. This is a no phone zone for production reasons. Oh, I keep my phone. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I keep it just to double check some of my facts. Cut, cut. The whole podcast is ruined. It's all ruined. Everybody go home. I mean, this is a picture Good of night, Oscar. everybody. That's Oscar. Oh, okay. That's He's right. not I bad that looking. Picture. He's not bad looking. I guess maybe in that time he was even very handsome. handsome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And I, then you throw in the I artist. I, I could run my fingers through his hair. Yeah. That is very nice hair. But yeah. you throw in the artist aspect of it. Yeah. That, you know, he's not only handsome-ish, but you throw in, oh, this is what you write about? Hell yeah. 
And then also you got the whole, like, you're super smart, which can be attractive. You know, I love a super yeah. smart guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we yeah. can carry on some good conversation other than about you sticking your dick in other men, there could be possible romance. Who yes. Knows? Yeah, of course. So she stands by his side. <laughs> Just... <sighs> <laughs> okay. But in the meantime, she's changed her n- name to um, Holland, last name to Holland. So it's no longer Constance Lloyd Wilde, it's Constance Holland. Okay. So she's not associated. Was that her dad's name or her mom's name? She just, just I, she I think she just grabbed it out of the air. Okay. I was like, hey, this is kind of a neutral thing. <laughs> so. Yes, hello. I'm here to buy names. I'll take uh, McNellensworth. Sorry, ma'am. That just sold. Okay. <laughs> I'll take uh, Holland. Thank you. Good day. Have a good day. <laughs> I think you went a little higher, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> so, Bozy hears about Oscar and he starts his whining again. This is why uh-huh. I don't like Bozy. I think Bozy is a whiner. I think he's a shitster. He's and I think baby. his nickname instead of Bozy should have been Spoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I should have left like that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's a shitster. Yeah. So, his nickname should have been Spoon. I know, but he was young. Young and dumb and in love with an, an, a handsome older artist. You, you didn't even let me tell you what he's whining about. What? What? That he suffered too and maybe even more. Well, I mean, he, he is a prissy little bitch. Why, like, we already he know He needs a whamulance. Ugh, you did not. Nine wham wham. You do not. Wham wham wham. I just can't. So I think he's a prick. Okay. All right. I think he's I a prick. feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him because he was already doing this kind of shit before Oscar even came along. He's the one who introduced Oscar to the male prostitute world. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Bozy's not so okay. sweet and innocent. He's probably I didn't say been, he was sweet and innocent. Well, he's probably he's been just getting confused. his booty poked like for over a decade. I say it started probably at the age of 12 and continued on. <laughs> And that's also because he was molested at such a young age. The trauma has caused him to stay in a very childlike manner. And that's why he's a whiner. Wow. You know a lot about trauma. Uh, you know, when it happens to you, it happens. Huh. Um, so <laughs> Oscar gets um, dysentery and he's transferred out of hard labor. What is dysentery? I'm I think confusing it, that with scurvy. <laughs> is it? I'm, I know what scurvy is, but, but I'm, I keep it. Are, is it a different name for scurvy? I have. I don't know. Oh, Maybe. I don't hold know. Hold on. Let me refer to Google. Dysentery is, ooh, let me guess, is bad water. I want to say you're probably close. I can't spell either. I win. Bad water. It's an infection of the intestines resulting in severe diarrhea with presence of blood and mucus in the feces. Because of bad water. So, <laughs> yeah, he gets dysentery. <laughs> And he's transferred. Folks, I guess where he's transferred to, starts fucking with him. They're spitting at him. They're teasing him. Yeah. Um, But at least it's light duty. He's no longer in hard labor duty. So he's like serving slop. Probably. (laughs) Mopping floors. And getting spit on. Boo. Boo. So he's finally released May 19th of 1896. And he basically has no friends left because everybody's like, uh, sorry, dude, you're done and over with. What about Constantine? We're going to get there. <laughs> okay. We're going to get there. Clementine is okay. <laughs> what about circumstance? What's so a few of his friends helped and pay for, paid for him after release. 
you'll be proud of Constance. She found her inner feminism and she's lost the love for him, feeling like she wants to divorce him. Oh, nice. And now she is over his ass and she is fighting for the right for women to vote. Yeah, because, I mean, she had been doing this shit on her own while he's doing hard labor, like raising these crumb snatchers off the floor. (laughs) And then who needs your baby daddy after you've been doing it all by yourself this whole time? Yeah, so how old are these kids at this point once he gets out of jail, you you think? Like probably nine or ten or something? Maybe. How long did he, how long was he in jail? Uh, He was only in jail for like, uh, he only had to do two years of hard labor. Okay. Um, But the kids were born in 1885. He went to jail in 1895. Yeah, so they're about 10, 9, 11, 12 ish. Yeah. You're done with the hard, hard stuff. And also, you got to look at it from her perspective. Like, you know, she probably doesn't want him around the kids. No, he's bad. He's a, he's, he's not a nice guy. So she probably doesn't want him around the kids. And, and then she's already changed her last name too. So, and she changed the kids' last names. Of course. In the process. Yeah, of course. So there's no true tie to Oscar Wilde. And she's also moved. By Felicia. Good for her. Um, For her. Then she went on to start the suffragette movement. I don't know. And helped women to vote in the United States with Susan B. Anthony. (laughs) They They were like total besties. She's she's doing the mom thing and everything. Also, she's got like spinal paralysis at this time. Like oh. she started getting sick and she, she has in a like, wheelchair. Uh huh. The stress of having the sodomite husband who's cheating on you may have given you some STDs that went unchecked. Well, there's some weird thing. I read something and I don't think I put it in my notes about it. She had that stuff going on and she entrusted like this kind of off the wall doctor to perform surgery on her but he performed like gynecological surgery on her i I don't even know like how do you confuse the spine with the guy uh, you know yeah that was Um, being a doctor back then yeah it ended up making matters worse for her health in the long run Uh, yeah she probably got some sort of infection and died oh so um (laughs) moving on oscar's was working on a book during his time. In jail? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, And he continues working on the book. It's the summer of 1897. He puts out The Ballad of Reading Jail, and it discussed prison reform and conditions. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then Oscar writes to Bozy proclaiming he misses him, and they reunite shortly after. (laughs) (laughs) That right there, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? You talk about toxic relationships. You talk about. I mean, I mean, we've seen that go down. But I mean, does it have to like that? Does it have to like that? No. Did they die like loving each other? Uh, We'll continue on. Oh, okay. Now Constance hasn't divorced him or anything yet. She's kind of you know still out there. We kind of jumped ahead talking about her gynecological surgery to fix her paralysis. She heard about Oscar's letter to Bozy, and now she's like, "Give me my goddamn divorce." Like, really good. Give me my goddamn divorce. Yeah. Um, give me a divorce or give me AIDS. I, I think the saying goes, give me liberty or give me death. or Not for me. her. <laughs> 
not for her. When the new new faded off Oscar and Bozy, Bozy started to realize things weren't the same, mm. and so did Oscar. Like Bozy just felt like an obligation of duty to Oscar, oh. not love anymore. Oh, how he, was he doing um, monetarily at this point? Oscar, yeah, he's depending on friends okay. for money, and Bozy still has all his money. So Bozy's like, I don't want no scrub. Yeah, scrub is a guy that can't give no love from me. From me, yeah. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying, trying to, to holler at, at me. me. Yeah. TLC. So, rest in peace, left eye. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably about six months later. Bozy leaves and never returns. Oscar thought hmm. he was Bozy's one true love, <sighs> and. He shortly found out he really wasn't. So the last two years of Oscar's life were lonely and sad. How old was he? If this is the last two years, how old is he right now? Um, We're looking at... Of course you would ask me to do math. Sorry. 18. I was just curious, like, he if he died, like, at a young age, and I'm We're wondering just... We're in 1896. He was born in 1854. Oh, shit. So, like, 40-something. Yeah. So, I, th- I was kind of just thinking, you know, maybe some STDs were undiagnosed back then. So, his wife has some kind of weird pelvic spinal infection deal. And then he dies at an early age. I mean, he'd been fucking prostitutes and shit for a long time. So, we're in the last two years yeah. of Oscar's life. Constance passed away at age 40 in April of 1898. From? It was from that... I think surgery infection and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so by September of 1900, moving forward, so he was born in 54. He's 54 at this point. Okay. He has irritable skin and rashes on him. He just got eczema. And he's become bedridden. Um, so that was in September. October, he was having surgery for an ear infection and it just got worse. Like it's all downhill. Oscar continued to drink abs- absinthe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the only thing that got him through. And champagne. Yeah. Now, Where's he get the money for champagne and absinthe? So From, like, book royalties you, or some shit? Do you remember the first documented relationship? Yeah, 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 yeah. Robbie's taking care of him. Robbie Rawson? Ross. Ross. Yes, Ross. <laughs> Ross. Are they together? No, he, he's just taking care just of him. Just taking care of him. And I, I think it might have been, like, maybe even though he was probably a young boy when they were doing things, maybe Robbie's, like, might have truly had that love for Oscar well, as I mean, a mentor. Well, he had something because yeah. he's, you know, taking care of him in his last years. Um, one of the famous quotes uh, um, of Oscar uh, on his deathbed is, if you got to get our, no, I so screwed that up. That wasn't his quote. That was my quote. <laughs> You're um, my Oscar Wilde. My notes are so good in this episode. Um, so oh, just wait till next episode. I'm going to be so messed up because the timeline is screwy. Okay. So November 25th, he's diagnosed with acute and operable cerebral meningitis. Oh, so that's an infection in his brain. So he's in and out of sanity and consciousness and... The next morning he passes. Was he alone? Were all of his not friends there because he's a jerk? I'm not sure who was all there, (laughs) but the interesting fact I got out of his death was his body exploded and liquid jizzed out of all of his orifices. What? What? That's what my research said. (laughs) Betifica. That makes no sense. (laughs) 
And, I mean, maybe he died of maybe something like... Maybe swelling. Isn't that what happens with Ebola? Maybe not. Maybe he didn't explode, explode. <laughs> explode, explode. But, but maybe he was swollen and, out. like, infection started... That doesn't sound like an STD that I know. So let's go with uh, Oscar Wilde died of it Ebola. Was, no, it was cerebral meningitis. From Ebola. Okay. <laughs> so all in all, Oscar will be remembered for his literacy work and mm. having a superpower of turning men gay is what I say. Well, then kudos to him and his penis and Ebola. So, also, um, you, you, we can't just end there and not tell you what happened to everybody. Bozy became a homophobe and an anti-Semite. Are you serious? Yes. He wrote a book called The Wild Myth. Oh, my God. Um, As he, in The Wild, the Oscar yes. Wilde. He was one of the most powerful forces for evil that has ever happened in Europe for the last 300 years is what wow. Bozy quoted Oscar. Damn. Made a... That was the quote Bozy made of Oscar. Um, Do you agree with that sentiment? No. Because I have not but, read his works of literature, so I would not know how talented it is. But he's very famous, so he must be very talented. There's also, and I really wish I would have wrote it down because I didn't write it down, but Bozy, even though he was anti-gay and homophobic at now, um, he did have sex with an, an American writer, and I forgot who it was. <sighs> But this writer also had sex with, like, a whole bunch of all this other shit. But the whole reason why that writer had sex with Bozy was because Oscar was already dead. Oscar was, like, one of his, like, prime supreme literary gods. So he just wanted a little taste of Oscar through Bozy's butthole. that's not weird. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. But I I did not write down who he was, and I really wish I would have. But there's also some things that say Oscar um, even had relations with the guy uh, who lived down in Key West that has the cats with the six toes. Hemingway. Yeah. I could see that. I could see, yeah. you know, they're lonely. They're drunk. They're all, I feel like they're all artist types. So, you know, artist types are weird anyway. So, yeah. Next, Robbie Ross. Yeah. So he was the only one to stay by uh, Oscar's side. Um, he gave him a home after prison and was with him when he died. There's your answer. And that is sweet. Robbie, in the end, after Oscar's death, bought back all of the rights to Wilde's work so Oscar could live on because it was all sold during that bankruptcy wow. sale. That guy is the hero of this whole situation. And he only had like that much in the yeah. story the Even whole though time. I, 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 I like Clementine, you know, getting her balls back and stuff, but that guy seems like a very nice guy who was just in love with somebody that who couldn't just settle down with one person. Mm-hmm. He was too, I don't know, self-absorbed. It sounds like he was a fucking bitch. <laughs> Little bitch. I say that was Bozy. Fancy ass bitch. No, he no, Bozy was the bitchiest of the bitches. <laughs> Jeez. That's just um, horrible. For a man to live such a bold um and in your face life and to die in the saddest manner possible because you gotta think yeah. Oscar lived for everybody's attention. Like he was flamboyant, he was yeah. in your face, he was all about life and yeah. rawr, <laughs> uh, rawr, or hey. Hey girl, hey, look um, at my new pantaloons. And then for him to die alone basically with just Robbie at his side. I feel like it's appropriate because he's a dick. (laughs) (laughs) But 
one thing that um, can be said is that Oscar definitely left an impact on the literary world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, we'll have to come back to that. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Hemingway, it was Walt Whitman. Oh, oh, okay. I just found that note Man, on another Man, that was kind page. of disappointing. I was hoping it was Hemingway and they had like a love nest down in the Keys. With all the cats. Yeah, yeah, and all the cats watched with their six toes. Like, so I think them. there's things that you can truly say Oscar will be remembered for. Okay. And that's his immorality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his decadence. Uh-huh. Um, the picture of Dorian Gray, his poetry, his style, his wit. He- here's a couple of quotes that you've probably heard over the years but did not realize was Oscar Wilde. Okay. Be yourself, everyone else is taken. Uh-huh. I've, I've heard that one. True friends stab you in the front. Oh, I never heard that one. We are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. Aw. See? That's why, to me, Oscar, yeah. his heart in, in yeah. his work. Like, he would have been the best meme maker for our times. So many people are using his stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> like throwing it on pictures of stars and of pretty mountains. Yeah, and now I, I feel like I need to try to read it or something. Uh, you know, just I'll send you some of his quotes and you feel like you've read Oscar Wilde. Or at least maybe check out the book on prison reform. That one might interest me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I could dig some homoerotic, you know, stories. I could I could, I could, could listen to that on audiobook okay. loudly so in my office. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. SoundCloud. We haven't started our Facebook Oh, yet. we haven't started that no, yet. No, no, okay. no. At Babbling Betty. <laughs> oh my God, this whole thing. At I'm Babbling Betty. So we're on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Babbling Betty's. And I will write you an actual letter if you would like, and I will send it in the mail. So Will you? Yeah, I'll do okay. that. I'll put it. I got stamps. I don't use them. Oh. <laughs> I got so you many You have stamps. a horse-drawn carriage ready to take the mail out <laughs> oh, for you? Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> tiny ponies. But like we're on social ponies. media, and we... Yes, we, we are. No penises. Uh... No, no naked penises because yeah. that's not allowed on Instagram. Nope, it is so not. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Babbling Betty's. Um, we're on SoundCloud, Babbling Betty's, because hopefully that's how you found the podcast. And you can do some hashtags or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, hashtag Babbling Betty's. Yep, it's a thing. Yep, yep. And I think that's basically it. Uh, All right, Oscar cool. was gay. He liked a lot Loved of dick. It. And poof. You did a great job. I enjoyed my time listening to you talk about the things that I did not do homework on it. And I appreciate how much work you did on it. Love it. Join us next time. We'll be talking about serial killers. Yes, we will. I'm so excited about who I am doing. I don't want to, I don't want to say You're yet, doing them? No, no, no. He's dead. I don't, <laughs> I don't do necrophilia. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure about that. Yeah. Yeah, there's that's a couple of things of life I'm not sure about, yeah. but that is sure. Um, be prepared for it. It's uh, it's it's some serious shit. Oh, it's shit. horrible. It's serious it shit. Horrible. Um, and I cannot wait to share the horrible with you. Listen so to it don't during do your the homework. day. Listen to it during the day. Don't um, listen so, to it, you know, loudly. So, so you can have time to watch a Disney movie afterwards. Yeah, y'all, you'll need to decompress. almost everybody has Disney Plus now. I don't. I, I will do. not. I won't ever. I, I, I can't help it. I'm giving it all up. I'm going VHF TV now. I got two channels. 13 Lies. and 1. Lies. <laughs> so, join it's us next fun. time. <laughs> Bye. Love you, man. Bye. I'm going to leave with one last quote to end this. Yes. Life is too far important a thing to ever talk seriously about. Oh, that's perfect for what we do here. Exactly. Yes.